record and confirm. Okay, hello, hello everyone. Welcome back for this last episode of the season one on the Rising Phoenix. So this is the episode four, and today we're gonna go back to the basics. Today, today we're gonna talk about human design, but what really is human design if we don't apply it in our lives, you know? And like, how can we really apply this knowledge in our lives? So we're gonna go back to basics. And basics for me are all about the type, the strategy, the authority, and the profile. So we're gonna cover those really basics today and we're gonna see how actually this tool is quite incredible when we fully understand the meaning of, okay, what it means to live my design. So that's what we're gonna cover today. Again, it's Benjamin and welcome back to season one on the Rising Phoenix. Today we have the chance to have with us amazing Tom, um, who is a 6-2 manifesting generator emotional. Tom spent 25 years um, in design, 27 years today in design, and a lot of his time with Ross. So we have this incredible chance to have him with us uh, presenting this beautiful podcast. Cheryl, who is not here today, unfortunately, she's a projector, 6-2. Um, she's miss, missing the podcast for today, but we send her a lot of love and myself. Generator 6-2, pure generator 6-2. Um, as I always say, we are like visionary mystic because the, the six is really the one who have the vision, the future, and we are really interested on what's coming in the future. So we are like kind of a mystical being. Before we start, we're going to have a look on the transit. And today we are in the up, it's not gate seven, sorry, it's gate 27. Check. So today we are in the sixth line of the gate 27, nourishment, the gate of caring. And we will shift into gate 24, I think in a couple of hours. Um, let's check together the transit. So you guys know it, when you go in my body graph, you know, in my body graph, the system. Um, up, you, you, we still have people joining. When we go on my body graph, the system, you guys can just go on new here and you do just now and boom, yep. it put the just now chart. So that's how you can have access to the just now. And as you can see, we are gate 27, line six here. Um, if you click, that tells you, okay, activated last Tuesday until tomorrow. Oh, oh so we still have some time you know, and time late, 16 hours to be in the sixth line. So that's how you guys can see um, we have the transit, just to remind you. And people are saying hello in the chat. So welcome again, welcome everyone here. People are still joining us, cool. So let's have a look. You know, what, what's Gate 27 is about? Well, speak by itself, nourishment, the gate of caring. It's a gate that is coming out from the sacral. Um, it is having the energy or not to engage into some things that will nourish us. It is also, you know, the ability to reevaluate in where we want to engage energy, in what we want to engage energy, to what we respond, to what we say yes when it comes about caring and nourishing ourselves. If from the defense circuitry, so it's a very tribal and defense circuitry, tribal. Um, 
it is all about caring. Tom, anything to say about this gate? Well, it is, it is what, it's also about valuation, you know, mm -hmm. because it's looking at the 50 with the cauldron is all about values. So we are trying to determine, it's a very beautiful process we're going through right now. This mm -hmm. is the first shot over the bow to this major transition that's coming our way. Mm -hmm. Is uh, you know, we the 42 uh, finished the process, okay? That's the gate of increase. We finished the process. We are beginning a new process. And the 27 is uh, we want to take a look at what we value, why we value it, and if we want to continue to contribute energy to it, as, uh, as uh, he was saying. And this is all rather significant in the moment because then we go to the 24. Tomorrow morning, early, we go to the 24. And I want you to look what the 24 is going to do. It's going to activate all the downloads from above, okay? The inspiration from above and then the channel of mutation at the bottom. So we're in the pressure sandwich starting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. of what are we going to do with all this new information, okay? If you're actually maintaining a vigilance and paying attention to what's going on and get quiet and as still as you possibly can, isn't it lovely? We have this wonderful opportunity to be quarantined. Mm -hmm. They call it a lockdown. I call it a freed up, okay? So we are freed up now to really pay attention and it couldn't come at a better time. You're going to get a lot of information with the 24 uh, the sun hitting the 24 tomorrow, look at where Pluto and look at where Jupiter are. Jupiter's still there, yes? Yep. Uh, no, no, Jupiter, Jupiter just entered the 60, okay? Yeah, but it we, got in 60. It just entered the 60, okay? But that's okay. We've been having this inner truth go on with Pluto for a long, long time, okay? Now, it's interesting that it switches to the, to the limitation right now because we're going to be looking at those limitations and deciding why we ever adhere to them let go of them, let new, let new material come through. That's what's gonna be happening when the uh, sun hits the 24 and hits Pluto, still Pluto, still there, and very powerful activation, the fifth line, okay, which is the exalted line of that. So it is about a time for us to go inward and get the inner truth. Mm -hmm. If we pay attention to that, we have the incredible capacity to go through a very powerful first wave of mutation because mm -hmm. the entire channel of mutation is there. Mm -hmm, we have mm -hmm. the 60 alt, we have the 60 down there, okay, which we know Jupiter is in, and I think something else maybe, just Jupiter, okay. Um, well, just um, we, have, we have Saturn as well, we have Saturn in 60, um, Saturn who is actually in 66th line at the moment. Perfect. Perfect, thank you, thank you for seeing that. So we have this tremendous pressure to get new material in us. Whether we are aware of it, whether we understand it or not, is not important. If you're just being quiet and centered and paying attention, you'll get the downloads. You'll have thoughts that you didn't think. You'll have things that feel like they're coming through you. They are. And it'll really be more intense tomorrow than it is today. But it is happening. It has been happening for some period of time for anybody to pay attention. That's as much as I'd care to say about the transits at the moment. It's a very yep. important aspect, though. Yep, yep. Yeah, thank you for sharing. So... It, just to summarize what Tom just said, um, you guys can see how Tom was like reading and moving around the body graph, around the chart. You know, it's really about keynoting and observing. Um, we have this gate 27 here in the sun, which is the nourishment and the gate of caring. So as Tom said, it's about reevaluating, you know, what we want to nourish. Um, and tomorrow we're going to go into gate 24 which is here in the Ajna Center, pointing to his harmonate gate, the gate 61, uh, gate 61 in the head center, which is about inner truth. 
So we're gonna, we're gonna have this defined activation head and ajnas that will put a lot of pressure on us to find the inner truth. It's an individual circuitry here. And we have here as well, the pressure. That's why Tom said we are like in a sandwich because we have a mental pressure, a physical pressure from the roots that is pushing, you know, um, to, for us to discover our inner truth and also all about limitation. This gate, those two gates, 60, Jupiter, Saturn, the gate 60, which is limitation, accepting or limitation. So that's a lot about simply being still and observing what is here, you know, paying attention. So, yeah, thank you, Tom, for sharing feeds. Uh, do you yes. guys have any questions or comments, observation based on the transit or something, you know, you want to share about what you guys are experiencing at the moment with your life? You know, if, if all those things can resonate with, with you in your life at the moment? Hi, yeah. Hi, yes. Yeah, hey, Benjamin. Hi, everyone. So, yeah, um, well, it's amazing to hear about just how this is going to, because I feel that already that it's bringing us inward. I, mm -hmm. I feel so much um, realizations I've been having about mm -hmm. myself. And um, I feel like a lot of spiritual growth is happening for me that I've yes. wanted to experience for years. Yeah. And, and like was expressed that, you know, although it, it's called a, you know, a lockdown, there's, it's, it's really freeing up so much. Yes. Um, and interesting to note that I, I um, natally, I have gates 27 and 60. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I definitely appreciate that energy um, as far as values and nourishment and how this is bringing up themes for me of how I can nourish myself and balance nourishing others and myself. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then also the power of um, sort of honoring limitations and not seeing them as um, seeing them more as boundaries as opposed to restrictions. Yes, totally, totally. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important what you just say. You know, mm. seeing this, yeah, boundary instead of restriction. Because when when we do have this gate sixty that is activate, uh, and we read it, and it's like gate of limitation, we sometimes we can take it in a way that is restriction and, and we're not going to like this. And, you know, so yeah, it's very important to simply accept it is what it is. Um, and it's a pulse, everything in the individual circuitry, it's a pulse. So, you know, it's like nothing, nothing, and poo -poo, something happened, nothing, nothing, and poo -poo, you know, we have a pulse. So yeah, mm, that's powerful pulse. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. All right. My pleasure. So, thank you. Yeah. Yes, Tom, you want to have Very something? well said, Houdini, very well said. The fact that the 60th hexagram is called limitation does not necessarily indicate it is a limitation. It, if you're being anything other than yourself, you're limiting yourself. Mm. If you're being exactly who you are, no limitation whatsoever. And remember, it's building on the old with the new. That's what causes the mutation. It's not like we're erasing everything and starting over. We, throw, we, we give the baby a bath, we throw the water out, we keep the baby, right? That's it, sir. Water goes out, the child is held, all right? Mm -hmm. So we are building on what we already know. This is what it is to be in an evolutionary process or a remembering process, which it is part of us is going through a learning process and a large part of us now with this mutation is going through an unlearning process. Mm -hmm. yep. 
yep. letting go of the old so that there's room for the new. Yep. Let the old files go so the new files can become active. It is an OS upgrade for our operating system. Mm -hmm. mm, I love and, it. Yeah, and I even want to go deeper on this, like just to, to show you guys how this body graph is really amazing. Um, what are we going to have in 2027? We know that we, ha we are having the mutation of the solar plexus, right? We know that yes. individual circuitry is a mutation. So from the solar plexus, we have gate 55, which is the gate of the spirit. So the spirit going to come and provoke gate 39, provoke here to have a fuel to go into the breakthrough of limitation, you know, to start something new and to break through limitation, have ordering difficulty at the beginning. So we do have energy and then, you know, we can continue to move into individual circuitry, but to what? To give us the power of having new skills to be creative and find a direction, a new purpose, a new direction in life, new love, to be able to express ourselves with unique creativity so we can manifest and speak our truth. You know, so can you see how it is amazing to simply, you know, navigate and move around the body graph? It's like reading stories. And I love going through the body graph. It's really reading stories, right? How that is amazing, is that? Benjamin. It's actually the watch to pay attention to. Who cares what time of day it is? Yeah. What's going on in the universe that we are a part of? Yeah. This is the clock I check. <laughs> totally. And this is where I want to take you today, guys. Today, this is going to be a mind-blowing class. I'm going to share things with you that are deep, deep spirit consciousness. It is deeply based on the program, on this matrix, and how we can relate with human design. It, that's going to be amazing. So the first things I want to share with you, we are in 2020, and what is happening today, it is a spiritual warfare. It is not about, you know, going to war and, and all these crazy things that is happening on earth and, you know, the, those wars and fighting for whatever. No. Today, we really have a spiritual war for. And as a spiritual warrior, all of us, we have been fighting in the shadow for the light for so long because we were fighting against society, against this homogenization where everyone is wearing, you know, masks, where everyone is blind, where everyone has been following the same bullshit for thousands and thousands of years. But what is happening right now is as individual, every single one of us start to wake up and we start to remove the mask. We start to, to remove this mask, you know, of being shamed of, from being different. We start to remove this mask of, I, I, I'm scared of being rejected for my IEDs. I'm scared of being rejected because I'm unique, because I'm different, because I'm speaking my truth, because whatever. So we're not fighting in a shadow anymore. We are going out into the light and we are realizing that 2020 is this, the great awakening. You know, when you guys go on social media, we have this hashtag and we can see the hashtag everywhere. The great awakening. Everyone is talking about the awakening. This is a spiritual warfare. And the war is only with yourself, finding the courage to remove the mask and to finally be yourself. And, and, I, want to, and I put this quote from Marian Wilmanson because it is just amazing. I mean, look at the depth into this quote. 
Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we, have, we are powerful beyond measure. Beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, you know, that most frighten us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you to not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all means to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our, line, our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberate others. Sorry for my English, but I think you guys get it. You guys can read it again, this quote. Um, and this image here really represents, you know, the quote. By being who you are, by stop playing small, because we're afraid of making others insecure, because we're afraid of, we have been taught so, so badly, who do you think you are? Stop being like this, stop being selfish, stop being whatever. You know, we, everyone told us to diminish our light. But, but there's nothing glorious doing this. There's nothing like, no, stop doing this. The more we're going to shine, the more we liberate other people. The more we allow other people to be who they are as well. And that's what it means to live your design. That's what it means to be yourself, to, to respect yourself, to live based on your strategy and your authority. You become your own authority and people are going to look at us remember what we say last week we are six line people are going to observe us people are, are looking at us hey how do you do that how can i be like this well we're going to be a living example we're walking the talk we're showing them how to be correct for ourselves how we can be god and if you guys have a look on my design you're going to see where everything that i'm saying where does it come from this 2551, the 51, the spiritual warrior. I'm here to do the spiritual warrior, to, to go back to innocence. This is where I come from. So my message here, it's simply fuck the fear. Fuck the fear. Just fuck this shit. We don't want it anymore. And that's, that's the call, the spiritual warrior. It's an invitation to you. You may not be able to accept if you want to or decline if you don't. It's an invitation to fight in a war like no other. A war where loss is counted as gain, surrender as victory, and where the enemy you must face, an enemy of inimaginable superiority, is yourself. That's it. You are here, you're fighting yourself. Everything else is a distraction. Everything else doesn't exist. It's only you with yourself. And that's what we have today, 2020. You can go on social media. We can, we can go everywhere. We can see all this distraction everywhere. The virus, the media, the, you know, the fame, the, the music, the whatever is. It, it's all a distraction to distract you from your inner truth, from you doing the work. 
And when you do the work, well, you free yourself. And that's what it means to live your design, to be the spiritual warrior. I hope you guys understand where I want to take you. It's an incredible journey. It's an incredible path. And by the way, those few things is what I'm teaching in individual, in, in the programs that are created based on the design. So that's my gift for you today. Um, and before we go back to the four basics, Tom, do you have any things that you want to add uh, with, with like those little things? Because I know you resonate a lot with those things, but anything else you want to share? Oh, yes. Truth is truth, wherever it comes from. A good portion of what Marianne has said there is coming out of Course of Miracles, Court to Love. Beautiful, beautiful source material. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I would like to add to what you have said, not to counter it in any way, mm -hmm. that the fight for the light is not a fight. Mm -hmm. There's not a battlefield there. It's yeah. the business of being yourself. You know that Ra would always say, at the end of everything, he would say, love yourself. How can you love yourself if you're not being yourself? If you think of the word, the 15th hexagram, it's called modesty. And we think of modesty as being humble or being small or, you know, not making. Okay. Modesty is about being yourself. Mm -hmm. You're being immodest when you're being anything other than yourself. That's what immodesty is. To show up hoping to have intimate relationship with other people when you have a costume and a mask on. Mm -hmm. You know, and this whole thing about socializing. You know, people show up with their mask and their costume and they do everything in their power to make sure that nobody else knows who they actually are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How could that person actually love themselves if that's what you call socializing? Mm -hmm. Take the mask off. Get back to the business of being yourself. Design is a useful tool to accomplish that. But we don't build a house with one tool. There mm -hmm. are several tools to be put in your tool belt. And I appreciate that we are moving in that direction as well. But this does not exclude design. Yeah. If you're not yeah. being yourself, you can't possibly love yourself. But the truth of the matter is the most powerful force in the universe is love. You yeah. can't get anybody else to love you if you don't love yourself and you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself and you can't possibly love something other than what you are other than, without being immodest. Yeah. You know, you're taking yourself out of your own flow. That 15th hexagram is in the channel of the flow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the extremism that is indicated in the gate of extremes is be extreme enough to be yourself <laughs> instead of the homogenized. You know, homogenization wasn't good for milk. It sure won't be good for people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, to love yourself, you have to be yourself. Yeah. And so design is a useful tool mechanically to get you there. But there are also other spiritual aspects that I always mix in the soup. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, Ra was very good mechanic. I'm not yeah. sure he was all that excited about the spiritual aspect. He was rather leery of that. Well, God bless him. He was an incredibly good messenger. He had the channel, like Ben was saying, of initiation. He had the putza, the cojones, whatever it takes yeah, to yeah. put the message <laughs> out there. But he's a 5-1. He's a paranoid insecure. God bless him. Okay? But we are not paranoid insecures, nor is that what the world is going to be. We mm -hmm. are in a first-line theme now, which is all about insecure, which is why we ask everybody other than ourselves for the truth. We go to Varanasi to talk to Swami Tukar Garaji to find out the truth when the truth is in us. Mm -hmm. The 61st hexagram is called inner truth. This is an opportunity right now with the 24 sun hitting the 61 Pluto. Mm -hmm. My God, it's a mm -hmm. beautiful time to get the download of inner truth. 
Yeah, Who yeah, you totally. Actually are. Indeed. And then with design, we can go through the strategy and the authority to assist you in not going the wrong way. Okay, maybe not a hundred percent going the right way yet, but at least you're not going the wrong way anymore. You're moving towards being yourself. Why go really fast if you're going the wrong way? Better to go slow, headed in the right direction correctly as yourself. So you see, this is all, it all comes together. So that's all I have to say for now. Never all I have to say, but it's all I need to say for now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for adding. <laughs> I, I really like this. Yeah, I think you, you, you made a point. You made a really good point. It, it's all about loving ourselves after all, you know, and that, that's for me, this comparison with the, the spiritual warrior, which is really, you know, trying to free yourself from the mind, from this homogenization here, you know, to allow ourselves to simply be who we are and to shine the light. And as you say, there's no fight. It's because we don't fight against something. It's just, it's allowing ourselves to be light, definitely. And that's what we're going to see today. We're going to go back to the basics. And I really enjoy what Bruce Lee said. You know, Bruce Lee was a 6'2". And Bruce Lee said, I'm not afraid about the thousand strikes that you practice once. But I'm afraid about the one strike that you practice a thousand times. And this was really relevant for me. Becoming a master is mastering something mastering the basics and what are the basics in human design if you guys are new or even you know one year two years three years in your experimentation even after 20 years i think tom can really say it it always go back to strategy authority your type your profile basics you know if you don't know how to take decision based on yourself what's the point you know all the gates and incarnation cross and blah 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 and if you don't understand your strategy and authority right so the basics for us it's the type what does it mean well what is the type the type will define your aura the type is really defining the mechanic the type really shows you the strategy and your authority on how you have been designed to navigate here in the program and if we have a look on aura you know the word what is aura it's aura what is O? it's the chemical components the the, the chemistry formula of gold. gold you know and ra is the son of god so we are basically golden lights we are the God light. The aura is our golden light. Can you see that? How powerful it is? Beautiful. So understanding your type is so important. And what I want to tell to generator, manifesting generator here, and I think Tom have also a lot to share about this, but as a generator, I trust my aura that I have nothing to initiate, nothing to worry about because it is coming to me. My aura is deeply, deeply open and enveloping. It's like a cosmic giant hug. And it grabs everything and it pulls everything into me so I can respond. How beautiful it is. Right? Tom, anything to, to add about the type? Type is, a, is, is an incredibly important thing to know because if you follow your strategy, 
and enter into things correctly based upon the strategy that is yours. This isn't my opinion, Ben's opinion, Ra's opinion. This is the thumbprints of your maker. Okay, we're looking at your genetic, your genetics, okay? And you know, of course, when we're looking at genetics, we know in design, we're not just talking about physical bodies. There's a passenger in that body as well. And geneticists' problem is they call a lot of that junk. It's not junk. They don't understand what it does, so they call it junk. It's not junk. The gods don't make junk. <laughs> and if they did, why would they put it in you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the junk would be in the junk pile, not within you, okay? Yeah. So at any rate, I'm beautiful, Ben, or Ra, okay? Yeah. You know, the sun, the golden light of the sun, okay? Yeah. Where everything comes from. Now we think of it, and physically we think of it as neutrinos that are programming, but spiritually, it's the extension of love from our maker. And we're, talk, we're not talking religion here. I'm a recovered Catholic, okay? And Jesus was not a Catholic, and Buddha was not a Buddhist, and Muhammad was not a Muslim. This is what people do with it. This is what the upright biped monkeys on this planet do with it. That's not, the truths are much higher than that, okay? So let's, let's don't get caught up in the religious aspect of it, but let's do get caught up in the spiritual aspect of it, because despite of the idea that we think we are human beings who may or may not choose a spiritual experience, that's misnomer. We are spiritual beings that are having by design a rather temporary incarnation, incarnation into the meat, into the carne, into meat. The form will change, but the light will not. So what we're trying to get people to do here is to pay attention, number one, to get, realize you're not just a body. When the body is laid down, there's still that passenger. Where did it come from? Where is it going? You know, Henry Ford invented Model A's. We're not driving Model A's anymore. The vehicle's a vehicle. It's nothing more. It doesn't determine who the passenger is. So you got a passenger here, okay? That's going to continue. When your body stops moving, what left is the passenger? It's going somewhere, okay? So what we're trying to do here is Number one, learn certain things. Number two, and it may be the other way around, forget a lot of other things. We call that in design conditioning, where mm -hmm. we have been taken away from ourselves, turned into actresses and actors who are immodest all the time, claiming to be something they are not. So type, the beauty of type is it takes us to strategy. The beauty of strategy is it prevents us from going the wrong way. It mm -hmm. might even, if you're really vigilant, get you to go the right way, but it will certainly prevent you from going the wrong way. Tie that to your authority, your inner authority, inner truth. It's not Ben's opinion, my opinion, Ra's opinion, the Pope's opinion, God's opinion, your lover's opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. So what? The inner truth was installed in you. You're trying through design mechanically to get people to co become cognizant of that. Then there are other tools in your tool belt, which when you're being correct in yourself, you will attract to yourself that which is correct for you. This isn't for everybody. Not everybody's going to get it, mm -hmm. but a lot of them are going to get it. And the reason that's happening is because we are going from this very insecure first line situation that we're in, the cross of planning. Oh, we need to have a plan. Why do we need to have a plan? Because we're scared shitless, all right? <laughs> to the sixth line theme. 
where the background milieu is about sitting on top of it, above it, on the roof, getting the view. Much easier to be more objective and more informed about what's going on. This is a gigantic step. <laughs> you can't go any further than that. <laughs> from the one, from the five, from the six to the five, to the five, to the four, okay, gradual steps. From the one to the six, doesn't get any bigger than that. You can't imagine how quickly this world is going to change for those that are aware of what the coming is. It's going to be beautiful. For those I'm who are not so much, those I feel who are not cognizant, they're going to be looking for projectors and reflectors for guidance, something they've managed to ignore all these years. And you know, I made a comment some time back. I just want to take another second here about manifestors taking the back seat. That doesn't mean manifestors will not be here. They will be here, but they will be, they will be initiating from a place of peace and love rather than anger. <laughs> that might be a nice thing to initiate, right? Because mm -hmm. that's what the background milieu is going to be. We're not going to be in this insecure place where the background milieu says, boy, you better watch your butt because if you don't, you're going to lose it. We're going to be in a place that's completely different from that. So manifestors manifesting in that will be incredibly valuable, incredibly useful. Generators responding to that. Wow, the satisfaction that will be possible as opposed to the frustration. And then for those people who need help, which could be everybody, okay, but for those people who need help, because this is truly the unknown. We ha this hasn't happened before, okay? Projectors are going to have people seeking them out. You know how sweet projectors are when they're recognized and sought out? Wouldn't it be nice if the world was made out of peace, satisfaction, and sweetness, <laughs> as opposed to what we're currently experiencing? And reflectors, that's another whole story. We'll talk about reflectors sometimes. We have some 6-2 reflectors. Just phenomenal. They're mirrors. Yeah. We actually, that, 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 will be the, that will be season two, or we're going to have some um, very amazing people joining us in, in season Perfect. two, diving into consciousness and having a thread as a reflector. So yeah, that's going to be really cool. Perfect. But awesome. I, I was listening to what you say. I was just like laughing. I'm like, this resonates so much inside my heart. I don't know about you guys, but listening to Tom sharing about this, I was just, yes, this, this makes me feel so excited for the future. This makes me feel just so happy. You know, it's like, <laughs> wow. Um, we are living in a very fortuitous moment at Six Lion yes. Beings because we know what not to be now. We know all of that, okay? Yeah. And then we get to go to where it is. You know, his, I, I ask you, there's a bunch of Six Lion people here. How many of you are history buffs? No one. <laughs> Damn about what the monkeys have already done. Yeah. We're interested in what's possible for upright biped humans to do that the monkeys haven't even thought of yet. And if, if you're offended by my calling you monkeys, that was Ra who started that. When he first called me a killer monkey, I was rather offended as well. But then I stopped and thought about it. There were 43 wars raging on the world at the time. And the second most dangerous thing to an upright biped human is another upright biped human. That's pretty sobering, isn't it? We're going to get over that. That's yeah. going to go away. When they tell these new children, these emotionally aware beings coming onto the world, look, there's these people over there, we don't like them, you need to go deal with that. They're gonna look at them and say, are you speaking to me? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> if That's you wanna do that, you go do that. I ain't yeah. doing that. 
Yeah, That's okay. why yeah. really like mastering the basics are so important so we can be comfortable with ourselves, as you say. So let's go back just quickly, but the type. The, yes. what, what information can give us the type? Well, if it is the aura, so it's the vibrations that we are broadcasting, you know, that, that's what is in our aura. Well, the aura for a generator is going to be either frustration or satisfaction. That's what the aura also, you know, gives us as an information is the not self-team or the reward. The reward of having this trip together, which is the signature. That's why when you see a projector who is full of bitterness, well, you can tell in the aura the signature is not, is not correct. We, we don't have this swiftness. We have the not self and we can smell, feel, touch the bitterness, and that's the same for generators. 70% of the population, we have 70% of the aura on earth that are fucked up, full of frustration. That's why we have the world that we have today. So the aura is very important to understand in your type and how the mechanic of the aura works. It leads us to strategy, which, as Tom said, will prevent you to go in a wrong way. And that's, for me, the consciousness hacking. It allows you to, to act, you know, consciousness and, and to tell the program, hey, no, I don't want you to condition me to go in this direction because I have a strategy and based on my strategy, I know where to go and I know this is the wrong way for me. So I know, okay, I'm going here using authority. What is authority? Well, authority is kind of like the right pills, you know, in matrix. You, you choose the right pill. And, and it's about, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. I'm going to listen to my inner authority, which is inner truth. And remember what Morpheus said to Neo. He said, blue pill, red pill. And before Neo grabbed the red pill, Morpheus said, remember, I'm only offering the truth. So when you take the red pill, you're going with the truth. You're going with your own truth. That's your inner truth. This is what type strategy and authority can do for you. Yes. It can help you to have a very easy, smooth, gentle, satisfying, sweet, peaceful life based on the way you take decision that will build self-confidence, self-trust, self-esteem, self-love because you're not anymore letting someone else making decision for you. That's what really the basics can do here. And another one that is for me important, which is the profile. The profile is kind of the costume of your soul. What is the role that I'm playing in the movie? Well, I'm a 6'2", that's the role that I'm playing. If you go see a 2'4", well, the 2'4 is playing a completely different role. If you go see a 3'5", the 3'5 is playing a different role in the movie. But we all need one another to have a movie. That's when we go to the cinema and we look at the movie and you have all those character and personage, you know, in the movie. And you're like, wow, that was such a good movie. Yeah, thank you to all of them to create the movie. And all of them really respected their own role. So that's the same here. Focus on your profile. Focus on your type, on your strategy, on your authority. Right? Tom, anything else to add based on what we, what we already have been sharing? But... Um, 
Yes, of course. Thank you for asking. I'm an emotional gener manifesting generator. I really appreciate being asked and I appreciate the time to ponder whether I want to talk about it. But listening to you talk gives me a lot to say. Mm -hmm. The one three, where we are at right now, it's right angle, very self-absorbed. Okay, going to go into the six line milieu. This is left angle. It's very much about the other, very much about all of us. Can you imagine the difference that is going to take place there? It's not all about I, 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 I. It's about we, 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 we. I'm French all of a sudden, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's, about, <laughs> it's about all of us. I mean, we're all on the same mud ball, being hurled through the same region of space at the same speed. We're going to get there together. So can we say it is, it is about we as, as a whole, as a collective consciousness, correct. we playing, correct. playing the role that is correct so we can harmonize the whole universe. Correct. Which is what the universe at large is. Yeah. It's a strange mud ball we're floating around on, but that's another story for another time. Mm -hmm. But look at the, the, the name of the cross, the cross of the vessel of love. What is that? Something that love is contained in and will come through. Look mm -hmm. at the cross called the rising, the sleeping phoenix. What is this? The old is the 42. We just left the 42. We've completed a cycle. The old is being replaced with the new. We don't throw the old out. We build with it. What is the sleeping phoenix? Okay. It is what rises from the ashes of the, of the old. Okay. It's coming out as something other than what it was through mutation. I mean, if, if going from a first line to a sixth line is not going to be a noticeable mutation, then you better check your pulse because you probably do not have one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. Let's, let's, keep, let's keep moving. I want to take you in something, again, deeper. We're going to dive deeper and deeper into the end today. Um, I love this, uh, and I would love to share this perspective with you so you guys can understand actually what is our true nature. One of the most beautiful things in design is, is showing us that we are not the mind. We are not. We are only passenger consciousness here, and I love this. What is real? What is reality? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. And when you, when you think about this, it's profound. Who am I? What are we? What is the true energy here? What, like, what's the point? What's the meaning? You know, all those questions. And when we have a look on all those questions, he always lead back to the passenger consciousness. We are a pure consciousness incarnate here in the physical body. We came from source. We're going back to source. We are just pure love, pure light. And based on the magnetic monopole we have this projection even the physical body is a projection and we are living here 
experiencing. But what is real? The only real things that exist in the entire universe is love. Anything else is just the creation, an electromagnetic signal from your brain. It doesn't exist. It's an experience. Everything is energy from source. So let's quickly have a look. I wanted to share with you because that was very startling for me when I, when I went through my awakening and the process of human design and also you know, different tools. But what's the difference? Your brain is what creates the electromagnetic in you know, the skull. The brain is a physical entity. The mind is an electromagnetic field that is around your head. The mind is an, it's an entity. The brain is physical in, in, inside the skull. You know? But the mind is an entity that is around you and the mind is playing something. He's, he's, he's trying to be in charge. He's trying to be, to be here. And, and mostly we identify ourselves with the mind. But the mind is only a receptor and a transmitter of frequency and vibration. That's what the mind is doing. He's transmitting and recepting frequencies, vibration. And that's how we can trump the mind. By leaving our strategy and our authority, we can trump the mind from being in charge. And the mind starts to relax and to become this passenger consciousness. And then the frequencies that we are transmitting are going to be based on our aura, on the type satisfaction, success, peace or the surprise for reflector can you see how it works that that does does it make sense to you guys um can can you see you know this kind of illusion that's the maya that's what human design you know say the maya Ra call it the 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 human design is the mechanic of the maya maya means illusion so we are living in an illusion and we have a mechanic here, the human design system, that is helping us to realize that we are only passenger consciousness, but everything is light, energy. Am I, am I putting this together in a way that you guys can understand? Or it, it's just, oh, yeah? Yes, Tom, please. I love it. Thank because you. Because you're, you're, you're illuminating the, the magnetic monopole. Yes. And what does the dime tell us that the magnetic monopole does? It holds together the illusion yes. of our separateness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at what is there, okay, we were talking about incarnation crosses. We also have the incarnation cross of Eden. What are we trying to do? We're trying to get back to Eden, okay? Mm -hmm. Everything was loving, everybody, everything was okay. Nobody was being eaten, nobody was being shot, nobody was jealous of anybody. This is, this was our, this is our inheritance. One of the most mystical statements you will ever hear in your life is this one. Our future is our past racing towards us. <laughs> we came from somewhere. We came from a source. That source was truth and love. We came from there. We're having this experience out here by design, temporary, temporal. We know these vehicles are not going to last, okay? Now, uh, you know, one thing we know for sure is life will eventually kill you as we think of kill, being killed. Bottom line is we don't die, we leave the body. That's what we do. 
Okay, so what is it? If you look at the monopole, the two, the 14 holding up, what is it? You got those four, those, you got the G center, okay? There's all your gates of love. There's all your gates of direction, truth, beauty, and goodness right there. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, you got the creative, you've got the receptive. Look, in order to get the empowerment from the possession in great measure, what's it gotta become? Receptive. That's where you gotta go. If you're gonna empower the direction of that being with that sacrum and all that energy, it doesn't matter whether you have a sacrum or not. By the way, you all have a sacrum. <laughs> it's not like you don't have a sacrum because it's undefined. It's not broken, it's not empty, it doesn't need to be fixed. It's just not a place for you to make decisions as yourself. That's it, that's it. It's not like it's not there. I believe that every single one of you, if you put your hands on your hip, you'll feel your sacrum. Okay, so think about this. The empowerment that is available from the universal sacrum. If you take and make a chart of all of us, what do you have? You have all nine centers, you have everything to find. Okay, there's a sacrum there for everybody at some point. Okay, but when you have a specific type, it's not a place for you to make a decision. That's all. So, what is it? What, how does it empower? By going through the second gate to become receptive. So, if we're going to the unknown, we don't know. The cross of planning is over. <laughs> it's no more planning. We're going into the void. We're going into the unknown. What does it require? To be receptive. To be receptive. That's the monopole. That's what my good friend Ben here was alluding to. Knowing it or not, that's what he was referring to. The illusion of our separateness being held together. What do you think is going to happen when that monopole no longer holds that separateness? The drop returns to the ocean. Mm -hmm. We go back to where we came from, mm -hmm. or at least are heading that way. <laughs> mm -hmm. May not be a straight shot. <laughs> there may be a million planets, a billion lifetimes, whatever that is, we will just have to wait and see. Hasn't happened to us yet, so we can't call ourselves experts about that. Mm -hmm. But we know that it's something different, something beautiful, something new. This is why we're going into the receptive. The variables are going to become much more receptive, less, much less strategic. The majority of beings coming in, and of course, all of them that are aware will be completely receptive. The nice. story is told, genetic <laughs> continuity, the story is told, yeah. the same story, no matter where you look, if your eyes are open. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for adding this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. This yeah. is awesome. Wow. I like this class today. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah, we're having fun now, but we're, yeah. we're, we're going, we're not just talking about design. We are talking about design, but we're talking about what the purpose of design is. And if yes. that is accomplished, where we, what we will get from it. Yes, totally. Point. Yeah. That, that's, that's just the saying, point. That, that's really where, you know, the, the, the future class is going to be. That's where, you know, as a 6-2, we see the whole picture. You know, we are way more interesting on, on the whole large picture, you know, than, than the few little details in design. Um, if you're really looking forward to have, like, all the specifics in the gates, that won't be here in this class. What really interests us as a 6-2 it's really the whole. So that's where we're going to go slowly, you know, class after class, in, especially in season two as well. It's really 
talking in a whole perspective, very objective perspective of consciousness, how design can be used here. And that's why now um, I'm going to take you into the four basics. So we saw four basics in the design, correct? Remember, type, strategy, authority, and profile. That's the four basics in design. Then I've been trained and I've been very lucky to be a member of, you know, specific private club in the world where um, a beautiful philosophy and knowledge was um, shared. And I want to share with you those four basics that are quite amazing for me. And, and, and the first one is, who do you listen to? And I really ask myself this question. Am I listening my mind or am I listening my authority? And an answer can be, I'm also listening people who have what I want and went through what I'm going right now. So for an example, I find Tom last winter and I was like, wow, it is incredible. This person know about design. This person is living his design. This person have peace and satisfaction and, you know, and well, that's what I want. You know, I'm, I'm a generator. I'm still going into my experimentation. It's after a few years. Well, this is inspiring for me. So I'm, I'm more likely to listen to someone like this than someone who's going to tell me, hey, you should do that, you should do that, you know, based on something that is not really authentic. So that's the first basics. The first one that I want you to master, well, I invite you to master because I want nothing from you. So it's an invitation for you to see if you resonate with or not. But who do you listen to? That was an amazing question that I'm asking myself every day. Before going into something, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Am I taking a mental decision here? Am I trying to, to do this based on something that is my mind or my open centers or, you know, that is not me? Who am I listening right now? This crazy voice in my head? Or I'm going with my intuition, my gut, my sacral. See how powerful this question is? First basic, first principle, who do you listen to? Your mind? or your authority? And who do you listen to in terms of people that is around you in your life? Remember, design goes against everything that we know today in society. Design goes against all the social law and rules and whatever that we find in society. There's no point for me to hang out with those people if those people are just going against my own authority. Or there's no point for me to listen from those person because that's not my inner truth. So who do you listen to? Yes, Tom, please add something. Very quickly to very simply demonstrate this. You are yes. in your car and you are driving your car. Your hands are on your steering wheel. If somebody in that car jumps on you and tries to take that steering wheel from you, what are you going to do? <laughs> Same with your life. Whose hands are on your steering wheel? Yeah. How does your vehicle operate? Very simple. Yeah, thank you. That's a perfect demonstration. So I think that's it. Nothing else to add for these basics. Can you guys relate to it? Does it make sense for you? It's just, I'm going to give you four basics, which are, you know, four keys to really apply with your design and to try to make things more smooth. So who do you listen to? First one. The second one, how is your teachability index? 
How is your willingness to learn and your willingness to accept change? Success is a decision away. And when I'm saying success, it is everything. But for me, success, it is the ability to have a satisfying life, to feel at peace with my mind, to feel love and to be satisfied. That's success. That's my definition for me. And to have this, it is my willingness to learn and to accept change, but it is also my willingness to die. And when I say to die, is to let go the mind, to fully let go my mind being in charge. I don't want, I don't want to take decision anymore based on my mind. So the teachability index, how teachable are you? If you know that 10, 10 out of 10, you will need nothing else than resistance. Resistance, resistance. I don't want to let go of this. I don't, oh, surrender? What do you mean? Uh-huh. You want me to listen the sound from my sacral? Oh, wait, you want me to wait for an invitation? What is that shit? I need, I need to go get it if I don't do that. So you see how it based with design? It is all about your willingness. Okay, this is what people taught me to do. And maybe it doesn't work. Maybe I can go this way. Ross said, human design is a 180 degrees. It's a radical transformation. And Ross said, you, you have to be willing to let go on everything that you thought it was you. And to start going in a different way. How is your teachability index? That, that's like, this is so important. And I met so many people in design after five years, six years, they still resist living the strategy, living the basics. Oh yeah, I know about human design. I know everything. I can tell you all the gates. Okay, are you, are you simply waiting to respond in your life? Uh, you know, they don't like the idea mm -hmm. to, to chill and wait for life to come to them and engage. Uh-huh with sound or projector to wait for the invitation. Yeah, but no one is seeing me and no one is inviting me. So they keep going, initiating. Where is the teachability index here? And this, by the way, can be applied in everything in your life. You want to cook a souffle? Who are you going to listen? Are you going to listen a chef? Or are you going to listen to someone who have no idea how to cook a souffle? Why you guys are here today? Tom, I've been 27 years in design. I'm in my five, six, six years of experimentation, but I really commit every day to design. That, that's my life. It's not like sometimes I do design. So who you guys are you listening to? Can you see? This can be applied in any area of your life. You want to learn to drive a car? Well, from who are you learning to drive the car? And that's where we're going, six line, six line frequency. We're going to have people who demonstrate, right? Can you see, like, we're connecting all the dots. I mean, this is exciting, right? Teachability index. Tom, anything to say about the teachability index? I love you using the word teachability because to me it implies receptivity. Yes. Where we're going, to be receptive, okay? 
more than that, okay? And I, I just lost my mind. It's a wonderful thing to lose. I'll find it when I need it. I have something else to say, but I have to remember what it was. But this okay. is beautiful because you're really talking about um, receptivity. Oh, yes, the other thing. Yeah, see how quick the mind works when you, wanna, when you give it a chance? The other thing is, yes, who are you listening to? But more than that, who are you watching? Mm -hmm. This isn't yes. going to be about what we say. Yes. This is going to be about what people observe in us doing. That's what a role model is. Maybe we should say like this. A not a guru or a pope or a priest. A role model is someone who leads based upon being correct, not based upon the need to lead. Mm -hmm. Being yourself, people are going to see that. They're going to see the peace in you. They're going to see the calmness. They're going to see the sweetness. They're going to see the lack of stress. And they're going to want that. This is demonstration as opposed to lecture. Mm -hmm. Okay, carry on. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely receptivity. So who do you listen or watch? I think it, it's nice to say, who do you watch to? You know? Wow, you're quick then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is how we get the view. We add points of view together. Well done, yeah. my friend. Yeah, totally. That's what I really like. All right. So one of the things from the Teachability Index that was very sparkling for me um, a few years ago, I remember Steve Jobs saying something. The heaviness of being successful was replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again. Wow. And that was, wow. Yeah. My Teachability Index went super high because I was like, okay, there is no pressure for me to succeed. There is no pressure for me to be for 30, having a job and a, you know, a house and whatever the bullshit was from society. I went back straight to innocence and kindergarten and I was a beginner again and I was like, this is so cool. I'm learning again something new and I love it. At the age of 26, when I left the military, I was broke. I had no idea where to go. I, I just didn't know at all what the hell I was fucking doing with my life. I went straight to my parents' house and I stayed two years. And almost 26, so 25, 26, 27, two years. Staying unemployed, no money, getting money from the military for two years and staying at my mom's house. Imagine. 26, 27, how difficult it was for the mind or the ego. Oh, you're a failure. You're a piece of shit. Everyone is 26, 27. They already all have a job, a career, you know, um, an apartment or whatever. No, the heaviness of being successful was replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again. And that's when I started the design. Beautiful. 2013. No, I actually. I went back 2013 at my mom's house, 2013, 14. I was a beginner, a total beginner. I was learning again from the beginning how to be correct for myself. That was exciting. Very exciting. Anything how lovely, Ben. How lovely, Ben. Everybody thinks they want to be an expert. Let me yeah. tell you what an expert is. An X is an unknown quantity and a spurt a small release under pressure. Do you really want to listen to those fools? It's about being receptive. If you're a musician and you're going to play with other musicians, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to sit down and you tune your instruments. So what are you attuning yourself to? 
And if you look at, at human design, it is just like music. Genetics are just like music. Are you in tune or out of tune? Mm -hmm. Are you resonant, harmonic, or dissonant? And this beauty of being willing to be a seeker. We're observers, right? Yeah. If we're, if, we're, if we're observers, we're seeking, right? What are we going to be in 2027? The observers observed. Yeah. Not so much listened to, maybe somewhat listened to. I mean, you're listening now. I hope we're doing something reasonable with our words, okay? We try to paint pictures to make it simple with our words. But, but the point being, words are symbols. But the action that you take based upon the meaning of the symbols or those words, that's observable. That's what we are here to be. We are here to be the observable, the observed observers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They will follow what they see you doing so long as it's in alignment with what you say. Mm -hmm. You want to piss off a 6-2, call them a hypocrite. Well, you say one thing and you do another thing, okay? The harmony, the beauty, the resonance will come when we speak and we talk and walk exactly the same thing. We walk the talk. Okay, yeah. beautiful, Tim. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So. You guys are good with this? No pressure. Just be a beginning again. You know, that, that's going to be fun. Okay, check this out, guys. This one, oh, wow. This one, the third principle, the third basics I want to share with you, this is gold. Is what I call the training balance scale. It is 99% your thoughts. And it is only 1% action. It is about surrendering to your strategy and your authority. It is about getting your vibration right. It is about getting your thinking right. And that's one of the big, big, big secrets from very successful people that I've been able to gather from all those years. And deep secret, you know, from very private, rich club, blah, 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 whatever it is. I was able to observe. And to understand from a design perspective, what is the strategy of a projector to wait for an invitation? What is the strategy for a generator or a manifesting generator to wait to respond? What is the strategy for a reflector to wait for 28 days, a lunar cycle? Emotional people, what's the, the strategy to wait to have an emotional clarity? Can you see how it is all about training your mind to not being in action, working your ass off, it's bullshit. It's a propaganda. It, it, it's a huge propaganda. I'm telling you, seven days a week, or maybe five days at the beach, I skate, I surf, I go to the lake, I golf, I, I go play, I have a good time. And during this time, I work on my training balance scale, which is my thoughts, my aura, my vibration, surrendering to my strategy, to my authority. I'm getting my thinking right. So then when the time comes and things are coming and I respond, yes, I put 1% of action. And when I engage, I fully engage my energy into some things that I love and I get 100% of the result. The training balance scale, it's not about go, go, go action. It really isn't. This is a lie. 
And this is the biggest lie to keep people broke. And it's not about money, by the way. Broke can be, you know, poor consciousness, lack, scarcity, whatever is. But that's the formula for disaster. Going 99% action all of the time, trying to get things. That's a formula for disaster. Now I'm giving you another formula, which is based on human design, which is based on all those people that have been able to observe. They're all saying the same thing. Hey, what are you doing? Well, we're going to go golf. But what about the, the meeting? Yeah, don't worry. It will work out. It will come to us. Don't worry. Don't focus on the how. Don't focus on the how. If you understand this, it, it, it is really the, the, the core essence of what it is human design, of what it means to be receptive, to be passive. What it means here, the type, strategy authority. It, it is all about, I'm so laughing at it. It's the training balance scale. 99% of your time have to be focused on your thoughts, on chill. It's coming to you. And then you respond and you put 1% of action. Right? <laughs> Tom, do you want to add something? <laughs> Goes back to being receptive. Goes back to being in tune. Yeah. Um, it goes back to the business of... Um, who you get your information from, who you get your news from, you know, the only thing Donald Trump ever said that was true is that it's fake news. What he didn't say is that it's all fake news, okay? What he didn't say is it's especially fake if it's coming from him. But it's not my point to pick on Donald. It's my point to get all of us to be wise enough to seek a higher source of information, something that actually makes sense, as opposed to what we've been trained to do. We were created as human beings. We have become human doings. Mm -hmm. One of the things that design shows us is the beauty of waiting, okay? Even the 9%, 8 to 9% of the population that are manifestors, that are here to initiate, half of them are emotional. So think about that. They have to wait too. So really, how much initiation is actually there? How much spark does it take to get your engine running? You turn the key one, one percent. Key up. <laughs> yeah, one per a very small amount of energy will start your car and it'll run until you turn it off, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so the same is true of us, okay? It doesn't take that much. If the initiation is in tune with something valuable for humanity, once again, this mutation we're talking about and these all these downloads, time to take that stick we call a ruler by which we measure the value of things and erase the whole damn thing and put your own increments on that ruler about what would make your life better and everybody else's life better. And it isn't, it isn't about monetary, it isn't about popularity, it isn't about any of the things that we've been trained to believe that it is. It's not about what you drive, what you wear, who you're living with, blah, blah, blah. It's not about any of that. It's, is this good for humanity? We are beings, we are not doings. 96% mm -hmm. of us have to wait. Even the manifestors that are initiators have to know their impact before they initiate, right? 
Yeah, totally. So there's even waiting in that. Human beings, people. Yeah. yeah. That, that, <laughs> see how powerful this training balance scale is. It's just so funny. I mean, when I heard about it, I was like, oh my God, this makes so fucking sense. It is just, I love this one. I think this one is my, my favorite, favorite one. Uh, Houdini just say in the chat, this is so affirming. Yeah, it is. It is something that is incredible. Just by knowing, there's no need to go into action all the time. It is a training balance scale. It is about training your mind, training you know, yourself, training your vibration, getting, getting your vibration right to get your thinking right, you know, surrendering to strategy and authority. So that's the training balance scale. And you can apply it in everything in your life, every, everything. And it's based on design, but it works with everything. It's about your thoughts, and then you go into action. And when you respond, so when you know things are coming to you, I'm, I'm mostly speaking about generators because I'm a generator myself, but let's say, you know, when projector, you, you guys get a correct invitation, so you wait, you know, you work on yourself, you blah, blah, blah. Oh, you have an invitation. It's correct for you. You respond with strategy authority. Boom, you go into action. Then you reverse. Then you're going to go 99% will be an action. Because, on, 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 you know, the, the, the step before, you waited and then you have the green light and you go into something as a generator. At the moment, I respond, yes, uh-huh, I want to do it. Wow, I go into the action and I put 99% of my energy into it until I exhaust myself doing something I love, until I run out of energy. So you see, it's, it's really a scale. And if you just remember this, that will change your life. Like, really. It is all about feeling good now. If you feel good right now, your aura is satisfaction. Your aura is success. Your aura is peace. So what your aura does, it attracts things. What your mind is, remember what we say at the beginning? And that's, by the way, one of the key elements of the law of attraction. The mind is a receptor and a transmitter. If your aura is vibrating frustration, you're only going to attract to you situation that will bring you more frustration because you are in a training balance scale trying to get out of the frustration. So you are into 99% of action trying to take action because you don't like the, the situations that you are in right now. So you try to manifest, you try to get out of it and you feel stuck and you only feel frustration. But if you slow down and you go to, okay, I'm simply going to let this and I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to feel good. You go back to some things that make you feel good. Oh yeah, it brings me satisfaction to go skate, to go at the beach, to go golfing, to go whatever it is. So then you're back on track. Then you're back on broadcasting again, satisfaction in your aura, training balance scale. And then guess what you attract? You attract situations that will allow you to respond correctly so you can get satisfaction again. So perfect. Does it make sense? Can you see, guys, this training balance scale? It's powerful, right? And it leads us to the last one that I want to share with you, the level of competence. Right now, most of you are unconsciously incompetent. 
which is you don't know what you don't know. And that's fine. And then you guys are gonna go to consciously incompetent, which is a very good place to start. So you start to know that you don't know. And it is a very good place to start. And from this, you're gonna go to consciously competent. So consciously, you're gonna need to apply this technique that we are sharing with you to the point that it become unconsciously competent, which is autopilot. And today, my mind is an autopilot. It is an autopilot for all those things that I'm just sharing with you. Who am I listening? My teachability index, my training balance scale. It is all unconsciously competent. It's an autopilot. It's like as soon as something is coming to me, I know, boom, okay, I need to chill. Okay, I'm just going to go to the lake. Let's go fishing. Let's go golfing. Let's go hiking. And when I come back, oh, I open, I have emails, invitation, whatever, and I respond to people, call to me, blah, blah, blah. It is today, it became unconsciously competent for me. I don't even think about it. I don't even think about being aware of like, my mind trying to do this because I made my mind an ally. And I want to say maybe 80, 90% of the time, I still have few areas that I'm completely blind and I'm unconsciously incompetent and I can see the frustration coming and I can see, you know, it's, it doesn't work. And, oh, okay. So I try to be conscious about it. Okay, I know that I'm not good at it yet. So I'm consciously incompetent. I know that I don't know it. I know that I don't know how to do that. And it's a good place to start because you open your teachability index. So now you want to learn. And then you're going to put effort on it. You know, it's like tying your shoes. You don't know how to tie it. And then you need, okay, I put the, the lasse here and then like this. And okay, I tie my shoes. It's exactly the same. It's the learning process. And that's what human design is going to be. It's a learning process. Observe yourself. Where are you at in this process with design and everything in your life? Driving a car, learning to cook a souffle, learning to whatever it is. You can apply this process. Nice, right? How awesome it is. Tom, anything to, to say about this or are you good? Ben, you lit up like a solar orb today, man. You're Thank way you. Past being lit up like a, a Christmas tree. I really love what you're presenting and the uh, way you're presenting it. It's thank just you. absolutely gorgeous. I hope everyone else is enjoying it as much as I am. You know, I've been doing this 27 years and I've rarely seen such a lovely presentation, okay? So let's, take, let's go back to kindergarten for just one moment, though. Uh -huh. It's the simple matter. If you enter into something as yourself correctly, you get what's there for you. You attract into your life what is there for you. So that's for you to work with. That's for you. And it's a different strategy for the four types. You know those strategies. You can go read that in the literature. We can talk about it if you want to. But that is the key that unlocks all of the difficulties in your life to enter into a process with your strategy. Don't believe us. Try it. Try it. And it's not a belief system. This is not about morality. It's not about being in a club. It's not a popularity contest. It's an experiment for you to try 
you call us back when you've tried it for, for a while and tell us what your results are. Tell us whether we're sages or fools at that moment. But if you believe us, you're fools. Yeah. Ra used to tell us all the time, don't believe me. This is not a belief system. This is about you trying this and seeing if it works. And if you get results that are right, and if you try it right, you will get results that work. Mm -hmm. Because you know, when you hear your type, you know, okay, yeah, that's who I am. I get frustrated if you're generative. Oh, I get, oh, I'm bitter because nobody ever asked me for my counseling. Oh, I'm angry because everybody's in my damn way and they never listen to me. You know, or oh, the other possibility is, you know what that is. You know, the, the signature of a type, the sign of nature, signature, sign of nature of that type. You will find that peace and you'll say, oh, this is it. There's no confusion, there's no ambiguity, there's no, oh, is this the right way? When you feel that success, and bear in mind, it's not about thinking and knowing that you're thinking right, it is about that, but ultimately it's about how does it feel? How does it work? Mm -hmm. The thing you're gonna get as a reward is a feeling. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna have a lot of words, you're gonna say, well, this is blah, 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 blah. You're gonna say, wow, this works, I feel peaceful as a manifester. As a manifesting generator, I feel peaceful and satisfied mm -hmm. as opposed to angry and frustrated. Yeah. And that's the beauty of manifesting generator. You get both of them, right? <laughs> Anger and frustration. You know, so you enter. Okay. So if someone knocks on your door and somebody in a costume answers the door, they're going to assume you're not there, right? Get the joke. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you've got your costume on and that's what you present to the world, that's what you're attracting into the world. You're attracting other actors and actresses. Nobody knows who you are. If you're being who you are, people will see that and go, wow, that's different. That's intriguing. What do you know that I need to know? Okay, the, the projectors have just been liberated <laughs> mm -hmm. because people are gonna ask them what it is that they know. Mm -hmm. That's when the projectors invited, particularly if they feel recognized by what that person says. You know what I'm saying? So the strategies are all different, but the process is the same. You enter into anything, making a decision, you enter into anything as yourself and watch the results of that, as opposed to having entered into everything you have entered into up to this point based upon belief systems. Let's suspend the beliefs and be in observation about the results. Yeah. You know your strategy, you know how it functions, be brave enough and insistent enough to try it. Is there any such thing as being kind of pregnant? No. You either are or you are not. This is for the girls, okay? <laughs> for the guys, is there any? <laughs> well, whatever. You get my point here, okay? Yeah, yeah. You're either fully committed or you're not. And you can decide whether you're going to recommit based upon the experiences you have. And yes, you know the difference between a master and a novice? The novice has failed many more times than the master has ever tried. That's it. No, the master has failed many more times than the novice has yeah, ever tried. Yeah. Backwards. Okay? We live in an upside down world. It's easy to get things backwards. <laughs> but the master has attempted and failed so many more times than the novice has tried. So, so what with the so-called failing, so-called trial and error process? You look at the third line of a so-called trial and error process. Well, we all lived in the first 39 years of our life, first 30 years of our life. We didn't make mistakes. We made discoveries. 
And the first thing I tell a third line being when I see him, I'm gonna, I always enter my design reading through the profile because it's something everybody recognizes. They know their costumes. I say, you've had people wagging fingers in your life, in your face your entire life, but I'm here to tell you something very startling. You have never, nor will you ever make a mistake in your life. And then I gotta tell them a story to convince them because you have to get around their trained mind, but they're not making mistakes, they're making discoveries. What is it called in design? Adaption. What is tuning? What is becoming tuned to other people? It's an adaption. So yeah. you work with the thing and find out your own result. That's where the assurance will come from. I wasn't cocky when I started. Still not that cocky, but I'm pretty sure. Nice. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Do you? So did, I think. I think. I mean, we we spoke about like those basics, but do you guys? Can you guys see how? Those four basics that we I just shared with you can be related with the basics of human design. You know, they're just like very simple things that we can use in our daily life to understand, well, who do you listen and watch to, you know, or teachability index, which is going to be our passive, passivity and receptive, um, the training balance scale, you know, like learning how to balance and, and the level of competence, that's how we're going through everything, 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 everything. So my last point here, master the basics. A master is someone who masters the basics. It's someone who makes so many trials, you know, we, we trail. So just master those basics. And that's going to be, that's, that's going to make, make a very, very large difference in your life. Um, I'm going to end with like the, the last two few slides because we, we almost at the end and then open house for questions. So really open for everyone to ask questions. And, you know, as usual, uh, if you guys need to go, you can go. For those of you who are watching the live recording on YouTube, uh, that's almost the end. Thank you so much for being here and leaving, you know, your comments. I'm always happy to read and to answer your questions. That was the last episode of the season one. Um, we have been here for four weeks now together, which is pretty amazing. I'm very grateful to have you. It is really awesome. I really enjoy putting this together. Thank you for Tom and thank you for Cheryl. Season two will be coming out May 10th. Uh, it's a Sunday as well. We will see about the time, but I think the time it's pretty good for everyone. I will try to, you know, make a little um, post and see who likes the time and if, if we stay with this time. So we will take just a break, one week break next week. So it gives us some time for Cheryl, Tom and myself to gather and to put the season two together. But so far season two, we're gonna have guests. We're gonna have um, Reflector sharing about the design. We're gonna have um, Manesh who is uh, very well-known shaman spirit consciousness so we will have a very consciousness aspect you know uh, of design when it means to be a spiritual being in a in in by design having a human experience you know so that's going to be very deep um, and different surprise about the season two so that's what's coming um, starting on may 10th again that was myself, Benjamin Torre. I'm a 60 generator, left angle cross of prevention. You guys can find me on Instagram, Facebook. For those of you who like doing breathwork, I'm also a breathwork facilitator. So I teach a lot of breathwork class. You can find everything on my Instagram. 
Cheryl, who wasn't here unfortunately today, but she's really animating this podcast with us, 60 Projector. You can find her for all the projector who resonate with her and wants to have reading and going into class with her uh, human design experience on Facebook. And for uh, also generator and manifesting generator who are emotional, 62, I really invite you to contact Tom. Tom is offering amazing reading. Even if you had a reading and you want to go with another perspective with a 62, uh, really invite you to check this with either myself or Tom. Uh, and that's told Tom emails here. So you can contact him. Um, again, I always go back to be correct for yourself, to love yourself. And I'm going to end before we go into questions with this little quote from Ra. Living your design is what the knowledge of human design is all about. It is the experiment of transforming your life decision by decision. That's the point here. If you don't live this knowledge, there's no point. It's about living it. So, yeah, cool, awesome. Tom, anything to add and share before we stop the recording and we say bye and we go into uh, the questions so you guys can stay and have the privilege, you know, to have questions in life? I'm satisfied and peaceful. I'd like these folks to have an opportunity to have some expression themselves. And, uh, you know, we have so much more authority to speak when we're asked a question than just putting on a performance. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> nice. All right. So let me cut the recording. Thank you, everyone, for being here on live on YouTube. And please, we will look forward to seeing you on May 10th for the season two. Um, let's begin with question with all of you here.